What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? As always, Seth Bessie here. This is the Unfiltered Fitness Podcast, sitting here with Luke Triveline. And today, uh, we're going to do another episode where we kind of just spitball and talk about whatever is on our minds. Um, you know, we're kind of moving into a new season with fitness for a lot of people where, you know, you're either preparing for the summer, um, trying to get into shape, or you're preparing for your sport. You might be in season, preseason, postseason. Wherever you're at, um, I think the winter time is a big opportunity to, um, you know, kind of prepare that sculpted body uh, before the summer when you you pull the shirt off and get out on the beach. So uh, it's just a good opportunity for us to talk about a lot of different things in that regard in terms of health and fitness. And actually uh, had just to kind of kick it off here just to prompt us with something. I had a question um, that I wanted to roll with, and that is with you, Luke. How much, like in terms of caffeine, because I know everybody like takes pre-workout, stuff like that before their workouts. What is your usual approach to caffeine when it comes to not only just like a day-to-day, but also performance? Um, Caffeine-wise, I don't, I go in waves. There's times where I drink caffeine. There's times where I take breaks from caffeine. I mean, I didn't really drink coffee till I was probably late 20s, early 30s. Um, And then eventually I just kind of liked the taste of it more than the, caffeine doesn't do a lot for me. I mean, I could drink a million milligrams and I'm not like bouncing off the wall where some people just look at coffee and they're, you know, that's how I am feeling energetic. So, you know, (laughs) a lot of times I, if I'm drinking something, an energy drink or coffee, I, I think I'm in my head. I'm telling myself it's for the caffeine, but usually it's just because I like the taste of whatever I'm drinking. Um, I try to, I shouldn't drink caffeine at all, to be honest. I, I, I don't really, it doesn't really do that much for me. Um, sometimes it does, but not like to the point where, you know, um, I can't sleep at night. I could drink a cup of coffee and go to bed. Like that's really? the effect that caffeine has on me. Uh, it'll give me like a little bit of boost maybe for a workout or something. I know a lot of people take pre-workouts. I've tried yours a little bit. Right. Um, do you ever drink tea? Yeah, but usually not with caffeine in it. Just because uh, something, just like herbal tea. yeah, just something to drink. Um, yeah. You know, I like right now. I'm trying to not drink coffee again or tea or I mean, or any caffeine. I like to take a break from it. One, I think you know, you build a tolerance to it. If you're drinking caffeine in large amounts every day, you're going to build a tolerance. So you need more and more and more. Right. And it doesn't have the same effect. So I think if you take time away, you know, your tolerance goes down. Then you don't need as much anymore. Same with alcohol or anything else. Um, I think people drink too much caffeine in general. Right. I think one cup should be enough, you know, to <laughs> get you going. But I mean, you know, bang energy drink. You got 300 milligrams. I, you know, I got kids on my wrestling team that drink a couple a day. So you yeah, know, that's crazy. And it's like 300 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, in that. that's just insane. especially for kids. Like you're talking about teenagers here. Well, anyway, that's still way too much caffeine. <laughs> right. I mean, what's a hundred? What hundred grams or milligrams of a standard cup of coffee somewhere around yeah, there give probably. or take yeah um and you're drinking three times the amount of that in one sitting right you know i could see having a cup of coffee in the morning and maybe another one at lunch getting a little more pick-me-up right um i could see that uh but most of the people too drink caffeine they're not drinking it for the caffeine they're drinking it for like me like i like the taste of coffee but i'll put you know, something that's flavored in it, or if you're drinking energy drinks, you know, it tastes good. Right. No, most people aren't just drinking black coffee. Right. I, I know there's people out there that do it, but I would say most people, look, look at the average Dunkin' Donuts order. Right. It looks white when it comes out. I mean, that's not <laughs> black coffee. It's yeah. all the sugar and shit like that, which makes it worse. 
Um, right. That but, is always the funniest thing. People talk about how much they love their coffee. It's like, no, dude, you like syrup from Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, if anything, take a caffeine pill. You know what I mean? Right. Like just a plain strict caffeine pill <laughs> right. if you really just wanted caffeine. Right. I mean, I know people like the taste of black coffee, which is an acquired taste. It's like, you know, beer the first time you yeah, have it. Like you never whiskey. drink a beer and you're like, oh, this is fantastic. Right. You know, you like the the effects of it, not the taste of it. And then eventually you like the taste of it. Right. Right. It's definitely an acquired taste. I usually like... I don't know. I feel like coffee is more of like a ritual thing for me lately. Like, well, it kind of always has been, but I don't know. My, my parents were never crazy about me not drinking caffeine when I was younger. So I've been drinking coffee since I was like in the eighth grade, I think. And it wasn't consistent. Like I wouldn't drink it every single day, but since I was in high school, I've probably had coffee every single day since I was a sophomore in high school. And, um, now it's just like a ritualistic thing for me. Like I, waking up in the morning and brewing a pot of coffee it smells good and it's just almost it's one of those things that you definitely get addicted to and I know that I could quit because I'll have days where I kind of sleep in and then I won't make my coffee until a little later on in the day and it'll be like noon and it's not like I'm you know itching for a cup of coffee like I'm a crackhead or anything like that but it's definitely uh it's not I've never gone without coffee for longer than a few days when I've been sick, probably. Right. You know, but it's kind of crazy to me because I know that you're definitely a little bit more disciplined when it comes to your caffeine intake than I am. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had my my spells of too much caffeine, and then I'm like, all right, I got to stop. Right. And then I'll take a break for a while or go a month or two without caffeine. And then, like, you know what? I'll have one. And all of a sudden, you're drinking another, you know. Right. You're either drinking a couple of cups a day or back to an energy drink or whatever it is. I, you know, I truly, I mean, I think deep down, if you're eating and sleeping correctly and drinking enough water, right, you probably don't need caffeine. I'm not saying caffeine wouldn't benefit you to give you a little boost of energy for a workout or whatever, but I mean, most people are, I think, are tired in general, not because they're lacking caffeine. Right. I think they're lacking either nutrients or sleep or water or whatever it is. Right. Um, I'm not saying it's not a, a boost or, or it's bad for you if you do it correctly, but I think most people aren't drinking one cup of black coffee a day. It's right. all the other stuff we just talked about. I almost wonder, too, like, and maybe this is kind of getting into the details too much with this kind of stuff, but I always wondered, like, if you have to take caffeine to get a workout in and you were too tired to work out without the caffeine, should you be working out at this new artificial level that you've created with the caffeine? Like I've, I've taken 300 milligrams of caffeine. Now I have this artificial high in energy and I'm going to work out with that artificial energy and like push my body to an extent that I definitely would not push my body to if I was at my normal energy levels, especially if I was feeling tired. So like, are you pushing a little too much when you do that stuff? Because well, you're probably not clearly fully recovered. I mean, if you're exhausted to the point where I got to slam 300 milligrams of of (laughs) caffeine, probably not, probably, I mean, it's hard to say exactly, but you know, you probably need more rest or need more recovery if you're need that much caffeine to right just to, to get you through a workout and then you go right back to being exhausted because i know i have done that where i'm like all right i'm tired i'm gonna drink some caffeine or whatever at whatever form i take it in right and then i get my workout in but i'm just back to right being back to tired two hours later right i mean right. i mean clearly i'm probably doing something wrong where i'm not getting enough sleep or nutrition or something along those lines right um but i you know i think there's probably is some truth to what you're saying but i think people do that every day and you do that over time, uh, I think that's where 
you know, people start getting sick and injured and stuff like that. Right. Your adrenals. I mean, I, I, obviously I'm not a doctor, but it, you know, just knowing what caffeine does to your brain and the chemicals and everything like that, I would imagine that your adrenals just have to be blasted after a certain amount of time of drinking bang energy drinks. Like, yeah. there's and a I, reason that they sound like that intense. It's because they are. <laughs> that, I mean, that kind of, I mean, just to go on to a new topic off of caffeine, but, you know, we had the state championships this past weekend, and you see a lot of kids, you know, win, see a lot of kids lose, and there's, you know, a lot of emotion and stuff there, but it just makes me think, like, all these I'm not just saying anybody specific or athletes or whatever, but everybody wants to look good and or be good or do or whatever it is, but no one truly puts the effort in that is needed to, you know, be successful, especially when it comes to working out and sports and looking good. And when I and there's so many people that say, well, I go to the gym and I I lift weights and I run and this stuff, but you really are you really mm-hmm. are you really just or are you just going through the motions or not? taking the body through its max capacity when you're when you should be and and actually putting in the true amount of effort i mean obviously we both have clients that come and work out and do it but most of them probably aren't doing it to well i definitely know they're not doing it to right where they should be or lifting as heavy as they should be or pushing it as hard as they should be or mentally you know doing the things necessary when they leave mm-hmm. you know that it, that's one of the things that drives me nuts is everybody wants to be a champ or everybody wants to look good but no one wants to actually do the correct you know we've said that ronnie coleman quote you know right. everybody wants to be big but <laughs> no one wants to live heavy ass weights right well you know we're not talking ronnie coleman bodybuilder here but i mean i know kids that get upset about losing but they didn't put the fucking effort in right. you may have gone to practice but that doesn't mean you practice as hard as you could. You know what I mean? You right. may have gone to morning practice, but that doesn't mean you did all the sprints as hard as you could. Right. You went to the weight room, but you just put some weight on the bar just to go through the motions. You didn't actually do what it takes. You didn't right. go to sleep when I told you to go to bed early. You didn't eat correctly when I said, you know, eat right. You didn't mentally prepare yourself, you know, to do all the things that you need to do. And that's really, you know, if anybody's struggling with weight loss or anything like that or whatever it is, I mean... Are you really putting in enough effort? I mean, right. I think that drives me nuts. Where and I'll be, everybody's guilty of it. I'm guilty of it myself. But I, but I don't get mad at myself that I'm not where I'm at. I know why. But right. I think people, they want to blame everything else but themselves on why they're not there. They'll say, "Well, I work out. Well, I, you know, I eat a salad once a week. I do this. I do that." Well, that's you're clearly not doing enough. Like to to me, like when I get upset about if I'm not where I want to be, I know what I'm doing. Right. I think most people don't truly know what they're doing right. and they're not understanding that they're not doing everything to the capacity that they should. I think they just think that buying some healthy food here and there and going to the gym and, you know, getting on the Peloton for a little while is enough. And they're you know, wonder why they're struggling with weight loss or whatever it is but they're not actually pushing themselves. You look at people that actually look really good and are strong. I mean, they're taking it to the limit. And correct, they're not just beating their bodies up every day. Maybe some are, but most people that do it right and feel good and look good push themselves beyond what most people think is capable. Right. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how often I have clients that 
are saying like, you know, when, whenever I'm training them, they're like, man, I would never lift this weight in the gym on my own. Like I never push myself with the weight. Why? Like, yeah, it's like, then like, why, why are you going to the gym then? And I understand, you know, if you're going to have like an active recovery day or something like that, but you know, if you're going to the gym to hit a hard workout, if this is your, you know, two days a week that you're going to work out hard and, and here you are at the gym ready to hit a, a heavy five by five or something like that. And you know that you can do more weight, but you just don't move up. Like, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. And you're you're not, I don't know, I think that, um, you know, I had a client say something to me this, this morning and it really pissed me off. I just about yelled at her. But it was like something about how she hates jumping. She's overweight. She needs to lose weight. And it's like. Nobody she, overweight right, enjoys jumping. Right. Everybody hates jumping. Like if you're overweight, it, you're. You need to lose weight. Of course, you're going to hate jumping. It's freaking hard on your body, but you need to do this kind of shit in order to get back into shape. Like, and then I, she said something today because we did a lot of jumping on Friday. She's like, there's no jumping today. Right. And and I'm like, what if there was jumping today? You're going to walk out of the door. You know, like what if I did it? What if I had nothing but jumping on the schedule? Are you going to leave because it's too hard? And I think that in all reality, maybe she might not have left, but it definitely would have been too hard for her mentally. And, and eventually maybe she would have quit and it's that kind of mentality where it's like oh we're not doing the hard stuff today are we it's like what if we fucking are doing the hard stuff today are you gonna quit is that is that what's gonna be the 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 straw on the camel's back that's gonna break you that we're gonna do some more jumping today it's like and it's it's i don't want to focus too much in on that kind of stuff and maybe i'm like venting a little bit here but like it's that kind of mentality that we have on different areas of our lives that make us fucking weak well and i don't think people truly understand what hard is you know people bitch about like all right you're gonna do a bear crawl down and back which right, is like 30 right. feet so 60 feet total there i'm like dude i'm like we'll do 100 yard bear crawls in the heat in the summer 20 right. times in wrestling i'm like this is nothing right you know i know maybe at the time but like we you're you're beginner but after a while like right like, dude you got to get that out of your head that this is hard right like you got to be like, all right, fine. Now, if I strap 25 pounds to your back or make you carry dumbbells while you're doing it, that's even harder. Like, right. you can't have the mentality of anything that's hard, it sucks. Because right. you're just never going to get results. And everything is going to be a fucking breeze if you just go to the gym, do the elliptical 20 minutes. I'm going to go through a circuit nice. of, you know, some some yeah. machines at the gym. I'm going to do my 10 reps. And, like, you wonder why you look the fucking same. Like, right. you're, you're, you're not pushing the body. The body is meant is designed to go more than what you're at. I mean, unless you look at like an Olympic athlete who took their body to basically max capacity. Right. Uh, but you know, <laughs> you are not, you are a normal person yeah. that has far more left in the tank than what they could do. And we're not talking about destroying your body every day. Right. We're talking about doing what, whatever the set and rep or timed or cardio is to the correct, you know, capacity. Otherwise right. You aren't. If you're doing a a sprint at sixty percent effort, yeah, you're, you're not, not sprinting. sprinting. <laughs> you're doing a very light jog. Right. And if right. you're running for a half an hour, but you're running at ten percent, right. Where you know, what I mean, you're just barely moving. Most of what we're saying here is just do the fucking program and push yourself. That's all it is. And and, and maybe pushing yourself is lifting five pounds. Maybe pushing yourself is just getting out of body weight and lifting a one pound dumbbell. And if that's pushing yourself, then that's pushing yourself. But you don't, you know what that is more than anybody else does. So I might see you acting like you're struggling with a 10 pound dumbbell for a goblet squat when 
you're you're acting like you're struggling, but you know deep down inside that you could go heavier. And I'll never forget, like, so I, I haven't played, like, a ton of organized sports, but when I was growing up, I played Pop Warner football, and I was always kind of a mama's boy growing up, and I was always a little no. bit soft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> couldn't be me. But I was always a little bit softer growing up, and I will never forget this. This, like, fucking, I, I think about this to this day sometimes. My dad, when I was playing Pop Warner football, and I was always pretty quick. I was probably faster than, like, most kids on my team. And uh, I just didn't have that, like, killer instinct inside of me. Like, I didn't want to hurt anybody. I didn't want to hit too hard. I didn't want to go all out. Like, I, I really didn't want to, like, leave it all out there. And I will never forget one time I played a game and I, like, I went to sack this kid and I just, like, let him go. And I knew that I let him go. And I broke through the line. I was on defense. broke through the line, went to get the sack, and I just kind of let him go. And I'll never forget my dad looked at me and he, when I got back to the sideline, he goes, what the fuck was that? And he said, you had that kid. And he said, do you even want to be here? And, and then he said, you just don't want it, do you? And I will never forget that because that, like that rings in my head even now. And it's not like my dad was being super wise and insightful when he said that to me, but it was one of those things that that has stuck with me. And I think about that shit whenever I start to get lazy in my set or anything, it's like, do you even fucking want to be here? Like, what are you doing right now? Why are you doing this set at 50% when you know what you should be doing? You, and yeah, you, that you just... Would, you wouldn't believe how many kids I say that to <laughs> daily. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? Why are you going through all this effort right. and time to be here to not actually go out there and try? I always say, I go, if somebody came up to you and tried to fight you in the street would you just lay down and let them right. beat the shit out of you or are you gonna at least fucking throw some haymakers right and go down swinging right i go so what if you think he's better than you or whatever i go at least put it they lose before they even go out there which drives yeah. me insane right you know i was the opposite i was more of like a dick like i would have bets with my teammates how fast <laughs> i could pin this kid or right. make him cry or right. like literally like right. within the rules of wrestling nothing illegal but like I wanted to go out there and punish people for wrestling against right. me. Like, like, fuck this kid. Right. No matter who it was, four-time undefeated state champ or a turd, you know, I, I definitely, and that takes time. you got to build up a little bit of that, you know, mentality. But, I mean, if you've been doing it for a year or two, you know, you, you should be start to get believing in yourself because if you can't believe in yourself, whatever it is, you will not be successful. Right. I mean, if you can't believe you could lose the weight, you can't believe you can't get stronger. You can't believe you can't win the spot on the team or whatever it is. Well, fuck, then no, you yeah. absolutely will not do Or you can't lift the weight or it's too hard or I don't want to jump because blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. Right. That, that's, I mean, it's, and that's why coaches get aggravated and that's why, you know, trainers get aggravated. That's why people that are trying to help you get aggravated is because like you're just not listening and you're not living up to your potential right. and that just fucking same with money like same people that bitch about money like mm -hmm. dude yes you can make more money yes you can learn yes right. you can achieve more you're just not doing enough and if you think you are doing enough and you're still where you're at clearly you're still not doing enough right you have to go more and above and beyond what you think is even possible right because otherwise you're just gonna get the same fucking person that's whining and bitching about everything right still overweight Still, you know, quote, underpaid, right. you know, my, no one respects me or this or that. And like, and it's just fucking right. mind boggling. Stupid. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it drives me insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, you know, we, we could rant about this shit all day long, but at the end of the day, 
this comes down to, to you and your mentality and like nobody's going to do this for for you you know like you said about coaches getting frustrated with you most of it is 99% of it is the fact that we know what you're capable of like if i look at you if i've had two two or three sessions with you i know what you're capable of i know what you can do i know what is hard for you if i watch you do a squat with some heavy ass weight and I start to see your body actually going through those normal, you know, the the indicators that'll show me that you're actually failing on this set. You set the weight down and you got to like limp out of it because your legs are so fucked up right now that you're because you're actually pushing yourself. Like I know what that looks like. And I also know what it looks like when you finish a set, you rack it up and I ask you if we can move heavier and you're like, I don't know. Now, here's my favorite thing not to cut you off. <laughs> Okay, give me a body squat. A body squat. Yep, sit all the way down. They'll pretty much sit to their ankles. Then right. I put weight on the bar, and like I can't squat down that far. I'm like, right. what the fuck are you talking about? You just did it, right. but now there's a little bit of resistance, and you don't want to go down that far. Right. I'm right. like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're doing too much weight. You're just choosing to because you know why? Because it gets hard at the bottom. Right. It's easy at the middle and the top. Right. So you're choosing to already not go with the hard part. Right. Which <laughs> I it just yeah. is insane. I mean that's that's people in general and I think we all have different struggles like that in different areas of our lives and you know maybe that's exercise for some people, maybe that's finance for other people, maybe that's relationships for other people, but you know the shit is hard because it's hard. If it was fucking easy, like it, it's it's meaningful. It's hard because it's meaningful. If it if everything was fucking super easy and it was like, yeah, you're gonna have a a great relationship for the rest of your life. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to work at it. You don't have to make time for it. You don't have to do anything. It's just gonna be perfect forever. Then ever there would be no fifty percent divorce rate in this country. There'd be fit people everywhere. Everyone would be millionaires. The the reality is is that. This shit is hard because it's meaningful. It's 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 what the work that you have to put in to be able to get the reward out of it. And the more reward, the more work it's going to take. The higher reward, the more work it's going to take. That's just life in general. And I think, yeah, like it's easy to say that. It's harder to do. I understand that, but it's it takes hearing that constantly, having this shit in your head all the time. That if I'm gonna want something out of my life, then I need to fucking work for it. And not taking fucking handouts, not taking no for an answer when it comes to shit like this, because the reality is that you can do it. You just need to work hard. You need to get better. You need to improve. And that's everybody. Yeah. And that's the same with people that, you know, the whole, well, I can't have fun without alcohol. Well, right. you were five once. Right. You had a fucking blast. <laughs> right. You, you had a box you, know, you played with in your room. I mean, you used your imagination. You didn't need chemicals to right. have a good time. And I'm not, you know, saying you shouldn't drink alcohol or can't have alcohol once in a while or here and there to celebrate right. and have a good time. But every time you go out to dinner, so you and your other person can sit and stare at your phones and have a drink. Right. Because right. you fucking hate your relationship yeah, or whatever the hell so it is. Yeah. But like, you know, we're not talking about going to a Cubs game, having a beer or, right. you know, it's a wedding, having a drink. We're talking about daily right. shit. Like, if you have to drink every day, <laughs> something's wrong. Well, and then the same thing goes back kind of the caffeine thing. Like, right. Do you really need caffeine or are you just wanting it because right. you, you are addicted to it at this point? Or I'm not saying you. No, yeah. But I'm saying I mean, like right. or, or you know, <laughs> you're not getting enough sleep or you're not right. getting enough nutrition. Like you need that I think your body starts wanting it, being addicted to it, and you just like me, like a couple of years ago I would get like um, Duncan had the 
2 to 6 p.m., like dollar. Right. You know, like, and then I would come back for work a second time and I would get a caffeine. And I'm like, I didn't even need it, but I would find myself in the drive through getting a dollar caffeine. And then now, you know, I'm drinking caffeine at four in the afternoon, spending a buck that I didn't need to. Not that that's a lot of money, but. You know, right. I, my brain was just chemically wired at like three, three, three thirty right. to go get caffeine or probably some sugar because I had like caramel in it or something. Right. But did I need the fucking caffeine? No. No. Yeah. Could I have been without it? Sure. Like right. you know, I think that's people get too, you know. Yeah, and obviously with a lot of this stuff, it's like it's gonna take concerted effort. You can't just. It's gonna take concentrate concentrated effort to change something like that. It's not just gonna change all on its own. If you're addicted to caffeine, your body, your brain, every fiber in your being is gonna to move towards caffeine at a certain time every day. So it's gonna take a change in your mindset and concentrated effort to actually change those actions. You're not just gonna one day stumble upon yourself not drinking caffeine anymore. Like, oh yeah, one day I just didn't drink caffeine and it, anymore. And it has to be over time. You can't just do right. it one day, skip right. out on coffee and be like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I'll tell myself, all right, no fucking energy drink tomorrow, the night right. before. I get up. I literally, like, no energy drink. And then I'm just driving to the gas station. Right, right. I'm like, do not buy this thing. And I just go in and get it. It's myself. Right, right. And I'll still go get it. Right. So, I mean, and I feel I'm a pretty disciplined person. And if that can happen to me, it could happen to anybody. Right. Yeah, it's just your your mind, your brain, everything wants to get in routine, and that's and that's great if you have good solid routines. But that's why it's it's important to practice discipline with stuff like that every once in a while. Like that's something that um, I know that I need to do, especially with caffeine in specific. Like I I don't think I've ever taken a real legit break from caffeine that wasn't just me being sick for a few days um, and not wanting it. But uh, you know, every once in a while I'll use. Um, the Zen like nicotine uh, pouches for like a like a performance enhancing boost and there's like different studies that have been showing different stuff with cognitive effects and memory and brain stuff like that and it's supposed to be good for your workouts they're showing now but obviously you know nicotine is an addictive substance and if you're doing that shit all the time think about how many people you know that vape like constantly not just you know, people used to smoke cigarettes and then they did no smoking inside. And then it was like only smoking outside. People would smoke. Even if you, if you smoked a pack a day, you were a heavy smoker. Think about people who vape now. They're vaping inside all day long. Right. Every 10 minutes they're smacking the a freaking nicotine vape and they're totally addicted to it. I mean, this is huge in my generation, the younger generation. Like people are vaping like insane now. And it's not even, I would, I wouldn't even argue that because obviously you could talk about how bad it is for you just health wise, but just the mental side of it, of you being that addicted to something that you literally cannot go without it. Otherwise you're in this shitty mood where you're like, I need my vape. Like that's how people are with their coffee too. Like, don't talk to me before my morning coffee. It's like, I know we like to make jokes about that, but that's a serious fucking joke that you can't be talked to before you've had your morning coffee because you're a crab. It's like, that's not cute. It's fucking ridiculous. You're like, that's, you're like a child. Like, don't talk to him before he's had his nap. Like, that kind of shit. I, th- I, th- <laughs> I think twofold with taking a break for something. One, you're going to take away that tolerance to it. So, you know, you'd be more potent to, maybe you, have to, you can drink less caffeine for a while. You know what I mean? Like in, or, you know, alcohol, you're drinking alcohol all the time. You know, you cut back the alcohol for a while. And now I don't need as much to get that buzz, you know, and like, so I'm not drinking as much. I'm not consuming as many calories. And the, the second thing would be just taking, uh, you know, showing you can 
have control over your life. You can right. you can take a break for something that you enjoy that brings you energy or brings you you know something fun that you could take that um, and hold off onto it and 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 not have to rely on it. And it shows that you're in control and not the substance or right. whatever it is. It may not even be caffeine or alcohol. It could be uh, playing video games or watching TV or you know right. constantly eating out. Like you can take a break from that. I think and people get too caught up in routine and I think then the, the mental part like I was just saying earlier with me like with a energy drink or something like then you're you're finding yourself <laughs> doing something you telling yourself you know you shouldn't be doing or need right. to stop doing or or even just take a break from or you know stop wasting money on or time or effort or whatever where there's other right. things you could be focusing on um, I think it's just good for you as a person to show that you have control and not you know, the substance or right. chemical or whatever it is. Yeah, just showing that you have more willpower than this fucking chemical over, you know, that has power over you. Um, you know, I think a lot of people, just kind of to, like, close out here a little bit, like, I think a lot of people question maybe, like, why do that? Like, well, you know, I have fun drinking. Why do I need to stop drinking? It's like, you know, you could ask those questions. You could have different different things to talk about. First of all, nobody in really good shape has ever said that <laughs> yeah. over the age of 30. Yeah, true. Like you're not 20 and just get away with. But right, yeah. right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But like, there's a lot of different things you could talk about with like why you should, you know, be disciplined in certain areas, whether that's exercise or, you know, why is it worth it to me? Like, I think everybody, if you're trying to convince them of something, it, they need to be convinced of, you know, a real solid thing that means something to them. And for most of this shit, it's just, do you want to be the one that's in control of your life or do you want things to control you? Because if you're going to be fat and unhealthy, food is going to control you. If you're going to be an alcoholic, alcohol is going to control you. If you're going to be addicted to caffeine, coffee and caffeine is going to control you. And when that thing has control over you, you have no control over you. And do you want to live a life like that? That just sounds fucking miserable. You're a drug addict. In every way, you're a drug addict. If you're massively obese, you are addicted to food. Like, there's no other way to put it. You are just as addicted to food as the crackhead on the corner is addicted to crack. The only difference is that the sugar isn't killing you as fast. But it's all the same. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, you just need to reconcile with yourself and, and you know, put it to rest in your own mind that, like, I'm going to be the what is that that old poem that talks about being like the the captain of the ship and the leader of your soul like whatever that was i can't remember exactly what that one was but it's basically you know you want to be the captain of your own soul you want to lead yourself in the direction that you want to go and you know if you're fucking addicted to all this random shit then life's not going to go the way you want it to and that kind of leads me to my question is my question is why do you think people can be disciplined in one area in their life but not another um, that's a great question. I don't know. I would say that, um, certain things come easier to certain people. You know, obviously we all have different upbringings. Like for me, getting in control of my finances is tough. Like I'm, I'm working at it, but it's tough because my family has always been a fucking mess with money. Always. Like I've, I've had no... Um, you know, growing up, I had no good solid examples or lessons or things that my parents made me do that was like being responsible for your finances and they were never responsible for shit and they're broke now. So it's like that 
has always been tough for me. And obviously I'm super disciplined with my health and fitness. Um, so I would say it's definitely, it's all the same shit that we just talked about. It's, it's just fucking putting your fist out and saying enough and I'm done living this way. I'm done being this way and I'm going to make a change. It's, it's the same thing with all that stuff. But I think that obviously, you know, from personal experience, I don't, I'm not going to blame this on my upbringing. I'm not going to say that because my parents didn't teach me, I'm never going to learn, but it definitely can, it can play a role in how you act, but you have the choice to react and, and say, no, I'm not going to live that way. And I've already, I mean, like shit, the, the, the self-education that I've done in comparison to what my, what my parents brought me. And it's not to talk shit about them. They're great people, but, um, you know, in comparison to what they brought me in terms of my financial education, I've learned so much more on my own just because I know that that's an area that I need to improve on. So why? Shit. That's a age old question. Well, I, I mean, I guess to answer that question yeah. myself, I think personally deep down it's, they don't, whatever it is, they don't care as much as something else. Like right. really like deep down, like let's right. just say finance or whatever. Right. Like, all right, I, I, I like to be in shape, but you know what? I like to spend money. I right. like to buy things. I, you know, it's not that big of a deal deep down right that if you cared that much about i'm not saying you but again no yeah you're if right you, if, if deep I, down you cared right. that much you wouldn't spend the fucking money right just like if you care that much about your body right you're not gonna treat it like a fucking playground right i mean you're gonna take care of it you're gonna put proper you know nutrition right. and stuff into it i just think whatever it is yeah uh i think people like deep down if they're struggling and something, if they're disciplined in one area, because most right. people, let's just, a lot of people just aren't disciplined, just aren't disciplined in, in, in shit, right? So they just don't care all around. They'll right. bitch about it, but they don't care enough to actually make it right. worthwhile. But there are people who are very disciplined in their business right. and have no control over their health right. or vice versa. Um, right. You know, like me, like I keep my house clean, the gym clean, but like my car, like <laughs> I'll just throw shit on the ground, you know, because I just right. don't care that much right. that my car's a little bit dirty. Um, on the inside, yeah. but you know, if I truly cared, I would clean the shit every day. Right. I don't care that much. I think people would, the, the real answer is why, you know, they may say they care, right. they may say they want, but if I, if I put a gun to your head and say, you need to eat healthy and exercise or I'm going to blow your fucking head off. Right. I mean, what's your option going to be? You probably right. would do the correct thing. I would hope. Right. Um, you know, or I say this to people all the time. I go, look, you mean you can't do one fucking pull up or whatever? Like, no. I'm right. like, all right, if I took your kid and put a gun in his mouth and I said, do a fucking pull up, right. I'm going to blow his head off, I bet you 99% of people would get the fuck up on the pull up. Yeah. Find some way deep down. So that, right. that's my point is I just, I don't think people truly care in certain aspects. Right. They uh, wanted that. There's bad. always a, there's always a, a you know, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a rule that's, you know, I don't know what the fucking word I'm looking for, but um, that there are there's reasons why people can't do, but but that's such a small percent. Right. But everybody right. else. Um, so is an exception. Yeah. That's yeah. I don't like yeah. fucking big exceptions. <laughs> uh, I sound like an idiot right now, but that's right. But there's always exceptions to the rule. But but other than that, I mean, that people just I think truly just don't right. care right. enough to make that change and make that discipline. Right. Um, I think what it takes to, sorry, sorry, I don't want to like keep rambling with this, but it's just a thought that I had that I want to share for sure is like, I think, you know, when you're doing something that's not natural for you, that's hard for you, you can feel it. It's like, fuck, I don't want to do this. It, it sucks. And I know that it's going to suck and it's hard, 
but I'm going to do it anyway. Like I'm going to step out and I'm going to do it. And sometimes for me, that is working out on a Sunday. It's a little bit easier because I'm more disciplined with this stuff. But like usually on Sundays, I try to relax. But sometimes on Sundays, if I know that I had a shitty weekend where I ate like shit and I was being a degenerate, then I'm going to go out and work out on that Sunday. Even if I didn't sleep well, even if, you know, all that stuff like, and I have this, this pit in my stomach almost that it's like, I don't want to do it, but like, I know I should. So I'm going to go do it. It's that same feeling when you're shitty with money, at least for me, shitty with money. And I want to buy this thing, but I forego the, you know, instant gratification. And I say, no, I'm going to save that money instead. Like I'm, I'm going to hold on to it. That hurts because it's like, it's unnatural for me. It's hard for me, but you know that 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 hard right choice is always better than the easy wrong. You know, the hard right is always going to be more meaningful and better for you in the long term than the easy wrong choice. But it's just it's fucking easy sometimes to just click buy. It's easy to just sit at home and eat some chips today. Right. You know, it, but at the end of the day, you know, it's just your life is made up of decisions and those decisions are votes towards what kind of person you're going to be. And if you're going to be a fat, lazy piece of shit that's broke and dumb, then good luck. <laughs> but I think that about wraps it up. No uh, question for me. I didn't ask you a question. <laughs> no. I had, my question was about the caffeine. Okay, I brought it out. Fair enough. Brought it out early. Yeah. So thank you guys, uh, as always, for listening. I mean, we're going to keep on doing this. We've had a lot of really good reception from this. And obviously, we appreciate you guys listening. And we're going to keep it rolling. So thanks for listening. See you.